As promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. Update for Brisbane Australian True Crime fans. Brisbane is almost fully sold out for our live show. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so, you know, we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian true crime live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today, and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is an Australian true crime shortcut. It's an abridged version of this week's more detailed full episode, which is also available on our feed right now. There are links in the show notes and there's extra material to go along with this episode on our Facebook page. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. The following podcast contains content of a graphic, violent nature and is not suitable for children. Growing up, I knew that my father was a bad man. But when I reached my 20s, I made a shocking discovery. In 1977, before I was born, my then 19-year-old father strangled a woman to death. I'm Nina Young, and this is My Father. 
the murderer. Journalist Nina Young made a podcast documenting her search for the truth about her father. It's called My Father, the Murderer, and there's a link in the show notes so you can subscribe. Nina uncovered much more than she could ever have imagined about her father and also about her own mother, Denise. This is Australian True Crime with Michelle Laurie and Emily Webb. Both Nina and Denise Young join us separately today to talk about their impressions of the man in question, Alan Ladd. We'll also talk about the profound impact on their relationship of not talking enough about him for most of Nina's life and then talking about little else for the last two years. We start with Nina. She had a really different perspective on him to me and I think some of my research in the podcast kind of changed a lot of that for her. I think she came out of it with a really different view of who he was when she sort of knew him. Gosh, that's really interesting. I mean, she's got major heartbreak associated with this story somewhere along the line. She really does. And I think that she's um, only just now working through the trauma of it. I think she's someone who likes to compartmentalise things a little bit and bury things down. So I think now is when she's really actually starting to realise that, you know, what she went through was abuse and it's normal to have feelings about that, you know. Could you tell us about your mum's relationship with your dad? My mum was a young woman who decided to become a tutor at a prison. If you knew my mum, it wouldn't be that odd a choice. She's a really lovely lady and she loves to help people. So she decided to um, become a tutor and help prisoners uh, with their HSC. And that is where she met the man who would turn out to be my father. They actually fell in love in prison and she didn't really know what he was in for. It just wasn't something he wanted to talk about a lot. He didn't actually reveal until they'd been together for quite a while what it was and that he'd actually murdered a woman. That was a big shock for her and something she had to come to terms with. As he was getting out of prison, she became pregnant with me. So things got a little bit more complex in terms of their relationship and her commitment with him. And so then I was born and uh, he got out of prison and he was good for a little while and then sort of predictably became violent towards mum and she had to flee from him in the night with me and my brother. And then um, things really went downhill for me in my teenage years when um, Alan appeared on Australia's Most Wanted. So I was, I think, 13 or 14, I might be mixing up the timeline, but I walked in and and my mum was watching Australia's Most Wanted and she had to say, hey, your dad's on the run. What, What had he done then? Oh, manslaughter. So he had, um, he, had, he had killed a man that he and his son had been staying with. The children and the family members of offenders are suffering as well. And you're not guilty of anything. You haven't done anything. Unfortunately, though, you are, can be shamed out of talking. That's been more of a problem um, for mum than mm. for me because there's a real stigma around women who are in abusive relationships. Yeah. And sp- particularly in her case, people are like, well, you met him in prison. What did you expect? So I think she's, this, she's been really nervous about um, doing these interviews and, and, and talking to people because she just is waiting for everybody to shame her, which I think is really disgusting, yeah, to be honest. it is, totally. Because yeah. she's the victim. This is a woman who's done nothing wrong. Mm. It's a very courageous then in that case for your mum to have participated in the book, isn't it? Yeah, I gave her a lot of um, I gave her a lot of outs, but she was she was keen to do it, and I just hope it's it's a really good experience for her in the long run. I think it's uncovered a lot 
that she had compartmentalised and didn't want to think about. And I think that she had still sort of painted Alan as a nicer man than he was before I started presenting her with a lot of evidence. She didn't even read the original court transcript. She didn't really know the details of the crime. She only knew what he'd said. And it was a thousand times worse than what he had told her. We're reading verbatim from the police report here and just a quick warning that some of the language is outdated and pretty offensive. We aren't using the name of the victim at the request of her family and we've chosen to beep out the name of the witness in the police report. On the morning of the 29th of May 1977, a man named walked into Norseman Police Station. I have come to report a murder as it is my duty to do so. A girl has been murdered last night and is buried in the bush somewhere. My son is home. He's in a terrible state and fears for his life. He came home late this morning and was crying and is terrified. He told me that he was in the bush with a native girl and a man called Alan Ladd. The man who witnessed the crime was too disturbed by what he'd seen to go to the police himself. He thinks his own life is in danger, as Ladd told him that he would kill him and put him in a hole if he told anybody about it. The police went to the witness's house, but struggled to get much sense from him. Very little information could be gained, except that he stated a girl had been murdered and was buried in bushland about a quarter of a mile east of Norseman, off the Iron King Road. The police asked him to accompany them to the crime scene. Once there, the shaken man showed police where the crime had taken place. He indicated to Sergeant Short by pointing his hand at a still smouldering campfire and said that the native girl, lad and himself, had built the fire about midnight and had sat in its warmth and drank a bottle of wine. Further ten yards east, a set of upper false teeth were found on the ground. He stated that they were his and he had vomited them out when lad killed the girl. He then pointed to a small mound of earth about seven yards to the west and said, that's where her clothes are buried. Again, from the same spot, he pointed to the southeast and said, you'll find her over there. I won't go with you. I can still hear her screaming. The police found the woman buried in a shallow grave. Nina's mother, Denise Young, joins us now to tell her story. Despite her fears about what people would ask and say about her, I really realised probably after he'd been out for about a year that things were not going to get better and um, probably much worse. And at that point, I think I started to plot how I was going to leave. Uh, Eventually, I I put the house that I half-owned onto the market and I I bought, um, I got a car that I was going to drive across the Nullarbor with the kids in it because I had a dog and I didn't know how we're going to bring the dog back. That concept of safe time for women when they are trying to plan and flee a relationship, I mean, that that's a big question for women, isn't it? Because that's often the most dangerous time for them. Absolutely. And that's the time when he grabbed me by the throat when I said I was going to leave and held me up against the wall. And I, I went into a, a real, um, I thought, well, this is it, you know, this might be the end. Um, so I just went kind of passive and quiet and mercifully he didn't... Um, keep on but I think it would have happened I think had I stayed that that's what would have happened but I was very lucky that I think the night before we left I was staying with a girlfriend because I was already worried about our safety 
and it was my son's ninth birthday party. And because I'm such an idiot, I invited him to come as well. And he whacked me really hard across the face so that I, I kind of almost fell down and screamed. So the whole neighborhood woke up. My girlfriend gathered all the children from the birthday party onto her veranda and got an axe, so she was ready. And then I, when I got inside, she said to me, you're leaving, you're going, we're, we're getting you out of here tomorrow. Uh, you invest an enormous amount in a relationship like this. You put huge hope, huge optimism, huge love, and you try to make a family that works. And then when it all starts to fall down, there's bits of it that you're still clinging to. You know, he would want to come to my son's birthday party, uh, and he, he did. But afterwards, he made my life um, more difficult. Probably within a year, I got back with the, with the guy I went to Perth with, with the same man that I had left to have a relationship with Alan. That was really nice, and we've been together now for 35 years or something, 36 years. <laughs> um, certainly... Yeah, no, he's great. He's been great. He really has been fabulous for me. So, um, and, and I hope I've been good for him too. <laughs> yeah, it has been wonderful. Thank you to our guests, Nina and Denise Young. Don't forget there's a link to My Father the Murderer, the podcast, in the show notes, and the book of the same name is available now. And thank you for downloading this episode of Australian True Crime. We'll be back next week. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. Update for Brisbane Australian True Crime fans. Brisbane is almost fully sold out for our live show. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so, you know, we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian true crime live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today, and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out.